How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. So I knew that when there was a, a change with the overall height of them and the fact that they were kind of stubbornly hovering a lot higher than I would like, I knew, right, this is definitely COVID. It has to be. There's no other reason why it would be. So when I started noticing them being higher than normal, the first thing I did was, now how I react to it is going to be different to how somebody else does or what somebody else might might recommend. But this is obviously just what I did for my own management, for my own experience with the virus. But when I noticed that, as I said, my bloods were kind of hovering higher, my next basal long-lasting insulin injection I took, I increased it. And I increased it by 20% initially because I knew that the highs that I was seeing weren't kind of like the volatile up and down and up and down and up and down around mealtimes. It was more so that flat-lined higher level of blood sugar. So I knew that my basal would hopefully bring that down to a certain extent, given that bit of an increase, roughly 20, 25%. Can you remember what you were at in and around when you say high, how high were you? I was hovering consistently about 10, 11 millimoles per liter. So that's roughly what, 180 for American listeners. So... Not like not crazy high, but higher than I'm used to over that extended period of time, over kind of like a 24, 48 hour period. So I knew that my basal increase would help to hopefully bring that down slightly. And then I'd say over the next 24, 48 hours, so maybe going into day five ish, that's when I really noticed them being extra stubborn. Okay. So the increase in basal didn't really do anything because they didn't bring my bloods down. It was almost as if they just consistently started to climb and climb and climb and climb. But what I noticed now was they weren't just consistently higher. They were also spiking a lot easier with food. Now, obviously looking back, the fact that I was consistently higher, it's going to make my bloods more inclined to spike more rapidly around mealtimes because they're already high. Because when your bloods are are high they're kind of stubborn they want to stay they want to stay up there so if i'm then adding more food on top of already high blood sugars they're going to continue to climb and again be more stubborn and more difficult to get back down so i then did another increase of basal but i also started noticing that the fast acting insulin that i was injecting so i'm obviously on mdi multiple daily injections, which are insulin pens rather than a pump. So I'd increase my long lasting. I take that a split dose, 9 a.m., 9 p.m. But I'd also noticed that the fast acting mealtime insulin that I was taking, it was as if I was injecting water. No way. <laughs> it just wow. wasn't doing anything. And what I tried to do was I tried to stay consistent in relation to the food that I was eating. So I could see for definite that, right, 
it's not the food that's causing all these spikes. I know what to expect from what I typically eat. It has to be the virus. So I was generally eating the same types of foods, accurately carb counting, pre-bolus and all the stuff that I do. But even with that, I was just constantly high. And I was going up to 14, 15, 16. And I'd take a big correction, even just like we were talking about in the last episode with patients, taking a correction, not looking at my CGM, hopefully letting the insulin do its thing, check my finger with the finger prick. Hopefully it has come down. It never came down. <laughs> it was just it was just constantly high. So reasoning for that is because the body is working so hard to fight the illness and the virus that your blood sugars are that high. Is that why they're so stubbornly high or do you know the reason behind it? Yeah, so when when you're fighting off an illness, your body is going to try and fight that off by dumping glucose into your body. And your body is under a lot of stress trying to fight a virus or an illness off. So that in, that in itself is going to cause your blood sugar to spike. Now, if you had COVID, did you have COVID? I can't even remember. No, didn't have no. it. If, if you have it or somebody else who doesn't have diabetes has COVID, it's the same bodily reactions happening. But because I'm not naturally secreting insulin myself internally, mm-hmm. my blood sugar is just going to climb and climb and climb and climb and climb. And it did. So what I did was I ended up having to increase my basal insulin, which is the long acting. I also increased my insulin to carb ratio by about 40 to 50%. Let's say I was eating something that required five units. I would have required 10 units because of my bloods. So that's how much they were spiking. That's how stubborn they were. And even after a big correction, I check like an hour and a half, two hours, two and a half hours later with my finger prick, they'd be back up at 16, 17. I've got, I was looking for the message on the 18th. So eight days ago, you messaged me. Never taken so much insulin in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I messed, oh, I did, I did. How, so how does your blood sugars in relation to having COVID compare to other illnesses? Like I'm sure you've had the flu and colds and other things in the past. Mm. Has it ever been this stubborn with your bloods that high? No, wow. not from my experience anyway, no way. It was, like I said, it, it was actually like I was injecting water. It just w- wouldn't bring my bloods down. Now, what kind of complicated it too was the fact that I wasn't exercising. My insulin sensitivity is so high because the type of food I eat, the sleep that I get, the exercise that I consistently do, but I wasn't sleeping as well, wasn't exercising. I was trying to do kind of like at-home bodyweight stuff, but wasn't exactly ideal either. So even simply taking out my exercise routine is going to have a significant effect on the insulin requirements too. So it was a combination of the lack of exercise and having COVID. So part of me, even kind of thinking about it now, part of me is trying to understand was it purely just COVID that led to these bloods? Or was it the combination of COVID and the drastic change in lifestyle being no exercise? Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.